guys, this is Sharbria Shine and welcome back to Max Out Girl. So I just wanted to get on here and encourage you guys. Uh, we all know what's going on in the world right now, this global uh, pandemic. Um, and I just wanted to get on here and encourage you. And if you're a person of faith, like I really want to speak to you. But also, if you're not as well, I just want to encourage you to become a person of faith. Because in these times, honestly, we're going to need faith to be able to survive. There's so much fear and there's so much unknown everywhere. Everywhere you look at the new on the news, like there's people getting COVID-19, there's deaths. Uh, so many people right now are unemployed. Some people haven't even got unemployment yet. Like there have been a stimulus checks. But now after that, it's like so many jobs aren't going back right away. Some states are still closed down. Some are starting to open. Open up some opening up 50%. It's just all across the board it can seem chaotic, can seem basically crazy right now, and can be very scary. Like, this could be an extremely scary time filled with horror, filled with the unknown, filled with worry, filled with stress. And everybody keeps, well, I keep hearing people say, um, we're all at the same level now. This brought us all to the same level. That's not true. Everybody is not at the same level because some people feel like they may be worse off than others. Some people may. I've just lost their job. Some people may have lost their job and can't pay their rent, can't pay their bills, they're about to get evicted. Some people have saved up and they're cool. Some people are still working because they're an essential worker. There's so many different levels here. But one thing that can put us all at the same level is being a child of God, is being a Christian, is knowing that God is our provider, God is our healer, God is our deliverer, God has our back, God has us, whether we're in a recession or not, whether it's a famine in the land, God takes care of his people. And, you know, I know sometimes people are, you know, there's been a war. Some people are like faith right now, you know, isn't the best way. And some people are, are everybody's just against like back and forth with this whole faith thing. But here's the thing that I'm saying. Use wisdom. Listen to the law. If they're saying use masks, use masks, gloves, whatever. Wash your hands. Do the social distancing. Do all that you know to do. That's using wisdom and that's obeying the, the law of the land. However, do not let fear and worry and anxiety overtake you. And somebody might say that's easy for you to say because I just lost my job. Well, first of all, you don't know what situation I'm in. Uh, I don't share it all the time. But one thing that I can say is I'm in a situation of trusting the God that I serve. And I believe these are the times where we need to cling to God even more than before. These are the times that we need to pray. These are the times we need to fast. These are the times we need to seek God's face and seek his word and know the word. Because when things like this happen, you will freak out. You will get fearful. You will completely just feel lost and hopeless because you haven't been filling yourself with the, with the word of God because when you know the word of God you know that you know these types of things are going to happen in the world that we live in unfortunately but you understand that so when these things come you understand that God is a God that has not been taken by surprise he, he knew that this was going to happen if you lost your job he knew that was going to happen if you lost a loved one he knew that was going to happen if you are sick he knew that was going to happen but the thing about it is he's not going to leave you without comfort without help without a solution even when we go through our darkest times he's still with us and we have to hold on to that right now because if not of course we're going to be flooding with fear and horror and not knowing what's happening next and in my life right now I'm going to be very transparent I'm in a situation where I'm unemployed but however I'm in a different situation as well as I'm into entrepreneurship but it was just on the rising but I'm in a place now I don't know where my next job is going to come from my next job actually that we actually just moved to pursue careers both me and my husband they both got shut down because of COVID but we know that our supplier our provider is the Lord 
He is our guide. He is our comfort. Does it always feel good not knowing what's next? Heck no. Can you feel scared sometimes? Yes, but we know that our rock is our God, that he has our back, that he knew this was going to happen and that he has provision for us. And I kid you not, y'all, he's been providing for us and it's not the jobs that we came to take because they're shut down. God has been opening up doors where opportunities have been opening for other types of jobs. People have just been giving us money. Blessings have come. All kinds of things. Like, I give you a testimony. We, we were trying to move and we didn't have the money because of all that was happening. And God had somebody to say, you know what? Here's money. God had somebody to say, you don't owe those two months of rent. We, you're good. I mean, so many things happen where it was, it's a testament to God's faithfulness that God will provide. We just, my husband got up one day and we're like, we're going to be obedient. We're going to move forward. God said for us to move. We're going to move. We don't have everything we need. But God said he got up and started doing, we started packing. And I was a little slow with it, y'all, because I'm like, okay, we doing what? But my husband had the faith to trust that God said this. And I trust my husband as the head of the home. So I'm like, okay, God said this. God said that. Okay. He starts selling our stuff, y'all. Now I'm like, you selling all our stuff and we ain't even got nowhere to go yet. But God leads, he guides, he provides. And when you have faith and you stand up, God will back up that faith. And I'm not saying just do crazy things, you know, and say, God, have, I have faith. Why you ain't do it? No, you got to be led by the Holy Spirit. And my husband was led by the Lord. And sometimes we miss the mark. That's okay. We learn. But he felt led. He went out on faith, started selling our stuff. By the end of that day, we had enough money to do everything that we needed to do. Uh, the person we called for rent, it was like, don't worry about two months rent. Because the thing about it, we wanted to leave immediately, but we would still owe rent plus the month's rent that we didn't live there. And they were just like, we call, he called him and was honest with him, told him what was going on. And he waived the fees, everything, waived everything, like two months rent, like so many things he waived. It was so amazing. We, we got the money for everything we needed, U-Haul, everything worked out. He was trying to sell a car, like my husband could not sell this car, like he had been trying to sell it since we got married. But when we were about to move, he sold it that, that day that he got up determined that we're moving. Somebody called and bought the car. It's like, wow, the steps were starting to come together because he trusted the Lord. And I trusted his faith that, OK, our God is going to provide for us. So now that we're in a different state, in different circumstances, don't know everything that's going to happen with our careers that we came to pursue. It is OK. Because we've seen God provide before and he will do it again. We've seen God do miracles before and he will do it again. So this is the time that we really have to really test. It's a testing of our faith, but really strengthen our relationship with God. Because that's where true faith is developed in the unknown, in the hard times. And I'm not saying it's easy because, I mean, some people are losing loved ones. Some people are sick. Some people don't know where their next meal is coming from. But God is a comforter. God is a healer. God is a deliverer. And he is a provider. And so if, you, if you're struggling right now, turn to God. This is the time because everything else in this world is going to fail. As you see, the economy right now is failing. Everybody, you know, in leadership don't always know exactly how these things are going to turn out either because they're not God. And so you don't even know if your job will be there or not. Like people can say there are, we can think they are, and then something else happened and now that shut down too. So you cannot put your confidence in anything in this world. Not a man, not a woman, not a government, uh, not a system, not a country, uh, not in a vaccine, not in a hospital. You have to put your trust in God because at the end of the day, the only thing that will stand sure is the word of God and salvation through Jesus Christ. And so I want to encourage you because again, like I said, I know this time can be like, so crazy for so many people with so many unanswered questions with the whole social distancing thing with you know 
everyone having to be locked down unless you're an essential worker, unless you go into the grocery store, or, and different states are different. Now some things are opening up, but it still seems very unsure because some people believe that maybe uh, there's another outbreak. I mean, there's so many different you know thoughts about this, and so there is still a lot of fear. Again, use wisdom. But God says he has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. And if you're a child of God, this is the time where we should be the pillar of strength and hope and faith for others, you know. And again, I'm not saying to not use wisdom, but what I'm saying is we shouldn't be living our lives in fear. We should not be having anxiety because, oh, shoot, we don't know where our next job has come from. And that tried to come to me, anxiety and all that, and I had to give it to God. I had to tell it where to go because anxiety is not mine. That is not of God. And I quoted the scripture. I told myself, God has given me not the spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. And the word lets us know what can worry and do. It can't add another day to your life. It, honestly, all it's going to do is stress you out more. <laughs> and whatever the outcome of your situation, it's still going to be that outcome. But now you just feel sick during it. So it's like it's no point in worrying because that won't change the situation. But know where your help comes from. Know where it comes from and lean on him. And some people might say, well, you know, this think it's easy for you to say. No, it's not easy for any of us to say because we all are dealing with this in different ways. But everybody is dealing with it in a way that may not be that's not favorable. So we have to just know that and, and to be compassionate towards one another, not judgmental towards one another and pray for our country, for our leaders, for our nation, whether you agree or not. The word tells us to pray for our leaders. Uh, to pray for our country, pray for your pe- your neighbors, pray for your family, pray for yourself, cover everyone in prayer. This is a time to pray, to intercede, because obviously you see how the world is changing. You see how the world is shifting. You see how fear is running rampant and it is not of God. And I just want to encourage like, Stay focused on the word of God. Stay focused that Jeremiah 29, 11, he knows the plans he has for your life, plans to prosper you. You haven't expected in. That didn't change just because now we're in quarantine and now we're in a pandemic and now the economy is basically in a recession. That didn't change. And what I love about the word of God, it shows you situations like this where in the midst of famine, God will still choose, God will still cover his people and cause them to excel even in famine. Or how you could be in some of the worst situations, just like Daniel in a paganistic society, and God still exalted him, raised him up, promoted him when his beliefs were obviously different than the beliefs of those in charge. But God favored his life, and the paganistic king put Daniel in charge. So it's things like that, that when you know the word of God, you can know that God has your back. You can know that it don't matter if it's a recession or quarantine, a million more viruses, no, it don't matter what happens. God will come through for you. He can cause you to be the only one in your community that's still doing well. The only one in your community that all the lights done turned off, you're still on. Everybody ain't got food. You still got food. God will make a way out of no way. But when we don't know God's character, how can our faith be strong? We don't know what to stand on when we don't know our God. And when you know your God because you know the word and you've learned his character through the word, you know that it doesn't matter what happens as the word tells us. Life, death, things to come, things present. Um, demons, no, nothing, basically, height nor depth. And I'm going to add my own stuff, not debt, not famine, not disease, um, not pandemics, not unemployment. Nothing can separate you from the love of God through our Lord Jesus Christ. And he is our everything. And he is the one that's going to take care of us in this time. And I'm not saying that because it sounds good. I'm not even just saying that only because the Bible says it. 
I'm saying it also because the Bible says it. I believe it and I've lived it. I've had so many experiences where I didn't know where money was coming from, food was coming from, healing was coming from, and God came through. And my faith wasn't always perfect. I would say, Lord, help my unbelief or I'm fearful. Lord, bless me even in this fear, Lord, or I'll tell it where to go because we have dominion and power. Life and death is in the power of our tongue. We have the authority to tell fear where to go, that this is not my fear. I will not fear. God hasn't given me this fear. And so we have to fight right now more than ever to stand, to believe, to trust our God, to not give up, to not give in, to not get obsessed with the news because you're feeding yourself all of the, the deaths and, and, and yes, be informed. But if you're sitting there all day ingesting this stuff, it's going to negatively impact you. We got to be in the word more than anything or getting the word in us. And maybe that's just like listening to a podcast, a Christian podcast, or listening to a pastor online. Everybody's online now, so you can listen to so many pastors. Or just getting in the word yourself or putting on praise and worship music or just doing something positive, not always, you know, hearing the negativity. Because right now, a lot of people are just speaking fear, fear and anger. And those spirits, they're not of God and they're going to impact you and infect you as well if you're around it and you keep ingesting this stuff through your eye gates, through your ear gates, the things you hear, the things you see. So make sure you're also protecting your heart during this time. And and um, again, trust in Lord. For example, like I went out, I had my mask on and then, you know, I ended up touching something and, you know, fear tried to come out. Oh, shoot, your glove, you may have on gloves. You know, you touch something and fear tried to come. And it's like, first of all, you know, the word tells us that I could touch a daily thing and nothing could happen to me. Now, again, faith, your faith got to be there. So don't, you know, go out there quoting that scripture and your faith ain't there. It's just what it is what it is. You got to build your faith. That also means don't be out there not using wisdom and saying, I don't care if you do cough in my face, I'm covered. <laughs> no, use wisdom. Cover your mouth, you know. And, but at the same time, it's like, don't let fear consume you. God is our provider. He is our healer. And if something does happen, God's got me. And so... I don't know. I'm just a person that I really I hate fear. I hate that spirit. I know it's not of God and I know it's running rapid right now. I know people might say, well, I have a real reason to fear. Yes, in the natural. But if you are a child of the most high God through Jesus Christ, you should be living in the supernatural. We don't have to just accept anything and everything that's going on in our world. We do have power and authority and dominion. But again, that's according to your faith. Do you believe what the word says? Because if you don't, then you won't have that kind of power and authority. But if you do and your life lines up with that and your words line up with that, then you can reap the benefits of that type of authority and power. But again, it's all about knowing God's character, having that personal relationship with him right now. So that's just to encourage you guys on the front of fear. Now let's talk about like right now for those who just feel like stuck because some people aren't essential workers and you're not going to work. You're just in the house and you feel like you're losing your mind. Spend some of this time right now to refocus, refocus yourself, refocus your life, um, spend time with God, because a lot of people have even reconsidered like career changes, because this time has opened their eyes to so many things. And some people have already hated their job, but didn't have the guts to leave. Or some people feel like God was calling them to do something else, but just was unsure. This is a great time to seek God and seek your other options if you feel like that is you. Another thing is like finished projects you're working on. Some people were writing books, wanted to finish working on their home, like construction or like rearranging their home or interior decorating or just projects around the house, whether you knit or sew, like spend some time on some hobbies or newfound hobbies. You can learn how to do so many things on YouTube right now for free. Um, Also, relax. 
So many people I've heard were just like burnt out from life, from their jobs, like try to relax. And I know that's harder when you have children uh, because now they're home. So I know that that's tough. Um, so do the best that you can. But with, if you have children, spend some quality time with them. Uh, talk to them. See where they really are in their life. Have some fun movie nights, game nights, uh, dance nights. Um, get in the, in the word Bible study nights with them because your kids need it more than ever. Uh, you got to train your kids up. Uh, in the word of God, especially in these times and any times really, but now more than ever. And um, enjoy yourself. Like, like I said, rest, get some sleep, you know, pamper yourself, take hot showers, hot baths, things that you just didn't have that much time for before. Uh, try new recipes. Um, I've done that a lot because before I wasn't doing that as much, like trying different things um, and enjoy yourself. Read that book. Get that book you've been wanting to read or watch that series you've been wanting to watch. Um, or take rides or walk around your neighborhood, jog around your neighborhood, work out in the house. You might say, well, I don't have workout equipment. So what I don't either. And me and my husband work out in our home, um, because you could just, honestly, you could work out anywhere. Like we use the stairs. It's so funny. We run up and down the stairs. Um, and then we have a, this little corner where we use it like a stepper, like those, uh, aerobic classes. So on the step, I like step up, step down. So we do all kind of stuff and we have a trampoline, but also like, Sometimes we just do um, YouTube, just look up YouTube and we do workouts like that. I used to be a fitness instructor. He did too. So we do sometimes just do our own. But like when I don't feel like I want to lead it, he doesn't want to lead it. We'll just look up YouTube, other um, workouts that you could just do cardio at home. And they're not all hard or modify it if, if you're not like used to working out. Don't do everything. But even 10 minutes, like as a start, 15, 20, 30, like anything just to get moving. Because honestly, um well, to be honest, working out is so therapeutic, but it's so energizing. It makes you feel so much better. It's a mood stabilizer. And I'm using my own terms. These aren't like technical terms, but like for me, it makes me feel happy. It does actually, you know, um, release endorphins, which I call like the, the happy hormone. So um, it actually is good uh, when I feel like I'm just feeling like I'm stuck and I'm getting cabin fever and I'm starting to feel a little blue. Get for me to start getting moving. That helps me out or go for a walk, go for a jog go to grocery store. Honestly, I don't really like going to grocery store, but we have to go, obviously. So that's not really a treat for me. Um, but it has been through the pandemic. I've been very grateful. So it's changed my perspective. <laughs> and um, practice gratefulness. I think this is a great time to just thank God for the small things that we have been taking for granted, like life. How about that breath that you woke up because somebody didn't? Um, and being grateful, you know, for the simple things. I mean, I've been waking up thanking God for life and breath, obviously, and salvation and his love and mercy and grace. But just the simple things that I had a bed to sleep in, you know, that I had warm clothes, uh, that I have hot water. You know, some people don't. Someone's homeless. Someone it's always could be worse no matter how bad your situation is. Even if you're staying with people, you don't have your own place. At least you're not on the street. Um, and then just simple things like, thank you, God, for food, you know, thank you, God, for provision. And even the things that we don't have, we thank God for them. And when we didn't have provision or when we don't and we thank God for it and we find our scripture of faith and we say, Lord, we thank you that you provide for us according to your riches and glory of Christ Jesus. Like God is our provider. We're his kids. We're his responsibility. Of course, that don't mean you, you could be lazy. Don't go to work. Don't do anything. But if you're doing all that you can ask God to help you and he will. And so practicing gratefulness for me has been really helpful because before the pandemic I'm going to be honest I found myself a little bit ungrateful and 
it's sad, but it's true. Sometimes we get ungrateful and not realizing how good we have it until it's not as good anymore. And then you're like, well, dang, you know, now I can't just go to a movie. Now I can't just, you know, go into a restaurant and sit down, um, you know, and so it's like being grateful for those small things. Now I can't just have a huge group of friends and we all hang out and have a movie night. So I think this will help us to be more grateful. It should. Hopefully it will. Um, and to cherish life and value family, um, because with the busyness that, you know, we're used to, the world's used to, America's used to, like every day going, 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 going. Um, unfortunately, I'm not saying that the COVID is a good thing. Obviously, it's not. Um, but hopefully people are slowing down and refocusing their values and uh, just starting to really be grateful and to cherish what's really important. And for some people that I know, it's really helps them to do those things and to even help them to find a, a focus for their life, a refocus um, and to really consider where they are in life. I think that is something to do as well. Like, you know, are you on the path? If you continue to do what you're doing, are you on the path that you will you be on the path that you want to end up at? Um, are you in God's will for your life? Like, are you just working a dead end job when God is trying to push you to a different career or push you into entrepreneurship or push you into staying into your career until your entrepreneurship endeavors, you know, uh, can provide enough where you can't quit your job or is God calling you to a ministry or whatever it might be. I just think this is a great time to take advantage of the situation that you're in. Um, if you can, and I just think that we can't change what we can't change, right? But let's try to make the best of the situation that we are in. And I think that that's that's so very important. And I've been learning it more and more. And like I said, I've really been focused on being more grateful and um, trying to stay productive, even when I want to be lazy and just stay in the bed or feel like, oh my God, I'm so tired of being in the house. There's no point. Let's just stay in the bed all day. Like, no, like get up, be productive, set yourself a schedule, do some things, get your to-do list, you know, check some things off your your to-do list. And I just think that's important too for those who may have not had discipline or consistency. Start being disciplined, even if it's something small like making your bed or something small like making sure you always eat breakfast or taking your vitamins. Like I realized like right now, those small little things, they're helping me to get my discipline back because I had lost it. I went from having a seven-year career to being a stay-at-home wife and I totally lost my, um, (laughs) I lost my discipline but I also just lost my consistency and it's like, oh, cause I didn't have a schedule. Like I didn't have to be anywhere at a certain time. I didn't have to do anything at a certain time. Like only thing I made sure I did, like I made sure I spent time with God in, in the morning. And obviously I made sure that, um, my husband always had something to eat. I'd go to the grocery store. Um, but I didn't make myself do anything other than those things, you know, make sure my husband's taking care of and all those things. Uh, I didn't make, it was just such a different life from having a schedule, being really busy, being involved in ministry, just, you know, everything was like, boom, 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 boom. And I, I work well that way. I actually excel the more busy I am, which is probably weird, but the more busy I am, I I seem to really flourish, really excel and push myself and, and I'm more consistent, but the less like I have to do or less like accountability. It's just like I was losing all of that. So for me now, this is my new normal that uh, even before the COVID, I was trying to figure out my new normal of being a stay at home wife and being a wife and moving away to a state uh, 12 hours away from my family and my job. Um, All of those were I was still like trying to find my new normal in that. So like when COVID hit, like, oh my God, it was just like, 
I already was not, uh, I was still kind of shaky as far as trying to find my new normal. And then when this happened, it's like, man, this really is the new normal. And so I just think in all of this, you know, there's lessons for all of us to learn. And I think the foundation of it all is um, we have to make sure that our foundation is in Christ because he's not wavering. His word's not wavering. Um, His faithfulness is not wavering. His sovereignty is not wavering. His provision is not wavering. Um, The kingdom of God is not wavering. Um, His, um, I guess I'd say his currency or what he can offer you is not wavering. As far as even if the whole world goes into a recession, God can create wealth for you. And that might sound crazy, but if you know the word, you know he did it for so many people. And we should have a kingdom mindset that we don't operate according to this world. Um, We're in it, but we're not of this world. And that's a catchy thing phrase for people to say, but it's like, if you don't have a revelation of what that means and the faith to acquire exactly what that can offer you, then you won't live that. You will be shaken with everything that's on the news or, or with the economy or when you lose a job, you will be shaken. And I'm so grateful to say, not to say that I always feel great when situations happen, but I'm so grateful to say that I'm in a place where I'm not easily shaken because I know my God is for me. And if my God is for me, it doesn't matter if all the world is against me. And um, I love Psalms 46. And if you have a chance, go ahead and read that. And Psalms 91, go ahead and read that as well, because it kind of lets you know in Psalms 91, it talks about and I'm going to paraphrase it, but it basically talks about, you know, people can fall dead even from a disease or from war or whatever right by me, but it won't come near my house. And you have to know that that's in the word and you have to to speak it out loud and, and meditate on that and get it in your heart so that you can believe it so that your faith is firm. And then in Psalms 46, um, 46 and 10 specifically, it says, be still and know that I am God. But the scripture is so great uh, before that is what that leads up to that. And it kind of just lets us know, I think about how the word talks about you'll be like a plant. Um, it'll be, I'm, I'm sorry, not a plant, a tree um, planet, you know, in the waters. And I'm gonna paraphrase it, but it's saying like the waters around you will be like going crazy the waves the wind it'll be almost like a storm going around you where you know yeah your tree the the, you might the leaves might you know flow back and forth or blow back and forth um you know the branch may bend it might be going all kind of crazy but it will not snap it will not break you will be that solid strong firm you'll have that strong solid firm foundation because your foundation is God, Christ, the word, and it never changes and it's never moved. And it's always a sure thing. No matter if the world goes crazy around you, it will not be moved. You will not be moved if your foundation is the Lord. And I love that. And Psalms 46 talks a little bit too about how like the mountains can like um, disappear in the sea, like saying that all hell can break loose in the world around you. <laughs> but one thing is sure, you could be still and know that God is God. He going to get the glory in your life if you trust him. Because again, his kingdom cannot and will not and will never be shaken. This world will end at some point and this world will be shaken. But God's kingdom will never be shaken. And if your foundation is the solid rock of Jesus Christ, you can rest assured it don't matter what comes to you, not even death itself. It will never separate you from the love of God. And that's why I can be on my podcast and say, I do not fear death. I am not afraid of a virus, of a sickness, of a disease, of nothing. Because even if, God forbid, it ain't got no power to take me out. But even if it does... 
I have everlasting life with my father in heaven. His kingdom will not be shaken and my future is sure and secure. So I ain't scared. And so I think when you're at that point, life looks different, y'all. Life feels different. All kind of hell could be breaking loose around you and your family and your own health. But you have peace that surpasses all understanding because the God that you serve cannot be shaken. His kingdom cannot and will not be shaken. Your future, your eternity is secure. He has a place for you. So it's like, well, it is what it is. Let it be what it's going to be. But I ain't scared. And I think that's where we have to get to. And it saddens my heart when I see so many Christians that are scared. It's like, man, y'all, we don't have to walk in fear. We aren't created to walk in fear, but in power and dominion and peace. And even if we can't change a situation or we lost a loved one, which has been happening, um, even in my family, things have been happening. But God is still God. He is still for us and he can comfort us through it and strengthen us through it and even get a testimony out of it. But where is our faith, y'all? So I just want to encourage you all. Don't give in to the fear. Do not give in to the fear. God has not given you that spirit. You don't have to receive it. Yeah, it's going to try to come every single day, but you can tell it where to go. It can go back to the pits of hell because it don't belong to you. You are a child of God. And you can tell it that, y'all. We got to start speaking to these emotions and these spirits and these feelings. Because if not, it'll take you out and torment your mind and you'll be worrying why you having uh, heart palpitations and you can't breathe and you got to breathe in a bag and all kinds. You'll be worried why you're stressed out. We got to speak to this stuff and tell it where to go. It is not ours. But you know what is ours? If you're a child of God through Jesus Christ, what is ours is peace that surpasses all understanding, joy of our salvation, a future that cannot be cut off. Even if death happens, your future still ain't cut off. We have an expected end and we serve a God who cannot be shaken and we are part of a kingdom that will live on forever. So when you know that, it don't matter what the world is going through. We don't have to be a recipient of it because God can excel us, can heal us, can prosper us in the middle of a pandemic. God's word lets us know that he can he can bring waters in deserts. He can make a way in the wilderness. I mean, y'all, you got to know the word because when you know the word, when stuff happens, that word will bubble up in your heart, in your mind. The Holy Spirit will bring it back to your remembrance and you will be like, man, this is a great time that my faith can be can be shown right now, can exemplify that my God is a true God. My God is the most high God. My God is the only God. And in him, I am secure. So I hope that I said something, you know, that really just brought some joy, some peace, some type of comfort to you, uh, because I know the times they were in, but God knew it as well. He's sovereign and it didn't bring him by surprise, y'all. So be still, know that he is God. Read those scriptures, Psalms 46, read the whole chapter and read Psalms 91. Read it, meditate it. If the King James Version is a little too deep for you and you don't understand it as well yet, read the New Living Translation. It'll break it down for you a little bit better. And so just trust God and really know that he loves you. He is for you no matter what you're going through. You can call on him. He can rescue you because he loves you. You're his child. You're his responsibility. Always remember that. So again, like, you know that you can follow me on all social media at Sharbria Shine. Uh, follow at Max Out Girl on Instagram, on Twitter. Also, um, I just released some new music, Rescue Me. 
go to Sharbria Music on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and the music video right now and the lyric video is on Sharbria Music on YouTube. And I released that right now to encourage people during this to know that God is a God of rescue. He wants to heal, deliver, set you free. He wants to cover you in his peace. He is a God that wants to heal you and rescue, come to your rescue. So go ahead and check that song out. Comment, subscribe, set notifications. And on the 22nd, it will be available for download everywhere. It's called Rescue Me. And again, I just hope that I just really blessed you today and that we just stump fear out of your life. And I just speak that fear has to go from you. Every listener on this call, I just speak peace and wholeness and strength to you right now in Jesus name. So again, go to sharpria.com for uh, courses, resources, my books of Single and Satisfied, The Single Woman's Guide to Fulfillment. It's the book. And now I have the workbook. And also... Next week, you're going to be able to purchase the Single Woman's Dating Guide. I'm so excited about it. I'll give you more information about it um, on my pages, on my website, but you're not going to want to miss that if you're single. And join our Single and Satisfied movement by joining our Single and Satisfied Facebook group. I love you guys. Stay encouraged. And I hope I said something that inspires you, that encourages you, and always elevated your thinking. And always remember to max out, girl. This is Sharbria Shine, and I'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.